This Bee Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. Yeah, IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com forward slash B. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. We're proud to be sponsored by MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Schools can easily create and manage time for FlexBlocks. Win time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and much more. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Yeah, make your flex time work for you. Visit MyFlexLearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off the first year. That's MyFlexLearning.com slash BE. Hey, welcome to EduTech, guys. Uh, where this is EduTech Radio. Come to you live from Southwest Arkansas Educational Cooperative in Hope, Arkansas. I'm Jeff Madlock. And uh, I'm David Henderson. Good afternoon to you. Today's show is going to be pretty exciting, uh, considering uh, we've had a, a, a fun time here in the studio trying to get all of our stuff working. We can't tell you how easy and yet how complicated it can get trying to get this stuff set up. Um, if we sell, send a little candy to you out there, just let us know in the chat window. Um, or you can uh, hit us on Twitter, at EduTechGuys, E-D-U-T-E-C-H-G-U-Y-S. Uh, let us know what's going on out there. Now, what, what's great today is we have a guest coming on at 3.15, and um, that will be Stoney Evans. He works for Lakeside Public Schools, and he is uh, one of their media specialists. He is the media specialist, and he's going to talk to us about uh, 3D printing, and what they did at the pre-conference workshops at HISTI, the Hot Springs Technology Institute, this week. He even had some students help out, and um, they were on board with uh, doing all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I, just, I, just, <laughs> just threw the, I just pointed uh, at Dave. Uh, yeah, your turn, dude. It's your turn. Your turn to talk. I, I, I was working on something else and have no clue um, what you even just said. Sorry, dude. <laughs> all right. So, uh, <laughs> anywho. Um, yeah, so we're going to have... Uh, Stoney Evans uh, on here about 3.15. In the uh, meantime, uh, one of the things that, uh, and one of the things that I heard this morning um, when I was uh, coming in to work, I I had the NPR was on, and they were talking about this new thing with uh, MIT and the uh, Woodrow Wilson National Fellowship. I don't know if anybody's heard about this, but uh, they've put together uh, a $30 million project program, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and the idea is that they are looking to revamp pre-teacher education. Uh, and, and the idea is that the courses that are going to be offered to folks um, wanting to teach are no longer going to focus on the subjects uh, and the credits that, the, that these pre-teachers need to take, but rather it's going to focus on more of a skills-based curriculum. So as te- folks who are learning to be teachers, as they acquire and demonstrate um, proficiency 
in various skills, then they pass that skill and they move up the chain and eventually when they acquire all the skills that are part of this new curriculum, then they get their degree conferred upon them and they are uh, licensed, not licensed educator, but they, they at that point graduate with an education degree. And then of course they have to still go through whatever, I guess whatever provisions each state would have in order to get them licensed. But I, very interesting, I, I don't know. It's, I know there, um, I had gone to a conference uh, two years ago um, called iNACAL, um, and that was in uh, Orlando, and it's all about blended learning. And there are some schools that are starting to approach a similar feel to the way that their classes are being offered, where students are actually uh, assessed on their skills and not just advanced because they are 12 years old or they've passed sixth grade or whatever. They're able to take these courses uh, and are assessed based on the skills they acquire while they're doing it. So it's very interesting to see this, this movement um, really break free of, and well, I won't say break free, but kind of extend itself into higher ed, um, considering that we've been, not some of us, some, some districts have been toying with it at, at that kind of upper student level. Um, I don't know, it, it's, uh, it's so different from where, from what we have grown up with. You know, we grew up A's, B's, C's, D's, you go first, second, third, fourth, you know, whether you knew the material or not, as long as you passed the class, you were pretty much going to the next grade level. Yeah. And, and, and frankly, that's, you know, pretty much how things operate now. And this is just so different. Yeah, it's really crazy. Uh, where did you hear this at? Was it NPR? This was this on morning? NPR this That's morning. Yeah. It's funny that National Public Radio finds out stuff before even the educators do. <laughs> Usually how it plays out. Hey, if you're just joining us, you're joining us at radio.edutechguys.com. Uh, every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, we're here. And we're going to discuss technology and education and all the good stuff that's going down. Um, right now, uh, we're checking a few things, getting, to, it's always like for us, it's, all, I feel like a squirrel trying to dig up nuts in the yard every time we do this. <laughs> it's like, gotta hurry, gotta get this all situated and all that kind of stuff. Um, what's interesting today is we do have Stoney Evans coming on to talk to us about 3D printing. If you haven't learned about 3D printing, then you've been living under a rock because that's all anybody <laughs> talks about. 3D printing this, 3D printing that, guns, uh, parts to everything else. Um, the big thing, the big movement now in education is uh, makerspace. And that idea is to build these spaces where kids make things. And now, it's funny, we've always had makerspaces. Um, you know, if you had ceramics and pottery and all that kind of stuff, that was a makerspace. Uh, right. You know, interestingly enough, any art is a makerspace. Uh, the band hall was a makerspace. Um, uh, what was really cool was the, um, even the... Um, the, 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 even the, the, the choir room is a makerspace. So um, uh, we're bringing in, uh, I, see, I see our guy right now, uh, Stoney Evans is going to come online here just a bit with us. Uh, about 3.15, we've got just a few minutes till he gets here, but back to makerspaces. Um, uh, makerspaces are pretty cool. David's had some stuff um, done with some makerspace. So um, I'll, uh, we're going to switch seats here. <laughs> 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 uh, we, I, I, let me let me reiterate, or, or I, actually, I can't even reiterate at this point. We have not uh, discussed the fact that um, we uh, 
at one point were much more prepared to this. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> as, as what happens often with technology, you know, one thing starts to unfold and then exactly. uh, we have this big snowball effect. So anyway, um, what, what, what were... Uh, I'm setting up a few things here. Real we're, quick. we're trying to uh, get things set up so that uh, Stoney can come in here and start to talk to us about uh, what's going on with uh, 3D printing. I have no idea what that is. Yeah, Stoney's online right now. Hey, Stoney, can you hear me okay? Cool. Well, we can't hear you yet because I turned off my speaker. Oh, I'm like, where'd you go? <laughs> so, can we hear him? Good. Yeah, there you go. Cool. I think. I'm, uh, we had a. Just a second. We're fixing some stuff here. We apologize, uh, folks that are listening online. We're attempting to troubleshoot and uh, carry on a conversation all at the same time. So go ahead, Sony. Can you hear us? Yeah, no problem. You guys awesome. sound great. There we go. Great. great. Awesome. Man, so uh, Sony's on the air now. Do you run if we start a little early? You in, you, you in the mood to get going? Yeah, man. Let's do it. Hey, awesome. so we, we, told you, we told you some stories out there um, that he was going to be on at 315, but uh, we've got him on now. So um, I'm going to let him introduce himself. I've known Stoney. I know who he is. I've known Stoney a long time. We go way back. Um, but I'm going to let him introduce himself and tell us a little bit about him. Go ahead, Stoney. Well, first of all, thank you, thank you, uh, Jeff and Dave, for having me on today. And uh, hello to everyone uh, listening. My name is Stoney Evans, and I'm a library media specialist at Lakeside High School in Hot Springs, Arkansas. It's a position I've served in for uh, coming up on my seventh year. And um, we serve about 1,300 students here at Lakeside, 8 through 12. And um, I've, what drew me into the library media um, was more the technology aspect of it. And um, I've, I've loved gadgets and, and computers and just all, all things tech. Um, well, since I was in college, and that's, that's where, uh, of course, Jeff and I met in college, and, and he's always been a tech guy. And I learned a lot from him in college about computers, and he actually kind of got me started in some of the things that I've ended up doing uh, today as a library media specialist. Before I did this, I was a band director and spent about 12 years doing that and then made the switch to, uh, to library media uh, eight years ago. So, so that's my story. Cool. So, I, you know, I, got to, I saw the pictures from your, your pre-conference workshop at HISTI, and, uh, man, you had a lot of 3D printers in there, and you had a lot of folks there. And I think the cool part was that you involved the students. And to me, you know, that's the key. Those kids you know, got to work with adults and be the teacher for once and, you know, work with them. Um, uh, so tell us, I know I'm jumping right into it, but we were just talking about makerspaces and the whole bit. So how long have you guys been doing this makerspace movement with 3D printing? Well, it, it started last year. Um, Melinda Dodd is our director of technology here at Lakeside. And um, she hit me up, I guess it was about May or June of last year. She said, hey, what do you think about getting a 3D printer? And of course, I was like, "That's uh, that's great. When you know, when's it going to get here?" Uh, she and I had seen a little bit about 3D printing. Uh, I hadn't gotten real active on Twitter yet, so I had just what I had learned about 3D printing was basically through uh, our local co-op. Uh, Dawson Co-op had had showed us some uh, some different things. Tanya McMillan had uh, had shared that this was you know an emerging uh, tool that was going to be appearing everywhere as it got more affordable. So we got a MakerBot replicator. Uh, about this time last year, and I'm on a tour here through the summer. Uh, it set the box, set in the box, and finally, uh, we uh, I got my tech guys uh, that that helped us here at the high school to, to help me unpack it and uh, 
I was nervous to do anything with it because I thought, oh shoot, well, this is something I've never seen before. This thing's going to print stuff that I can hold, and and they helped us uh, get it going. And we actually did our first session last summer in July. Uh, we uh, we just went into, of course, you're familiar with with MakerBot. They have a social media portion called uh, the Thingiverse, and everybody uploads things that they create into the Thingiverse. Well, we went into the Thingiverse, and we we printed like a phone case and. Uh, another object or two. In fact, I've got it here somewhere. Yeah, I think I remember you posting pictures of that. Did you post pictures of that phone case? Yeah, I remember you posting it, pictures of that on Twitter. And this yeah. number. That's awesome. This was the first thing that we ever printed, and it took like four and a half hours to print this guy. Um, but, you know, it was just so exciting to see this device that's not much bigger, you know, uh, as far as the width uh, of a computer print this this piece out of, you know, a roll of plastic that looks like weed eater, you know, um, your weed eater plastic that you use to, you know, to, to clear your yard and whatnot. Um, That's wild. Yeah. I mean, it, and it did it in, in five hours and we're just blown away. So it all started, our makerspace experience really started with, uh, with this MakerBot. And uh, when school started, uh, we wanted, we wanted our kids to, to get plugged into this. So um, a lot of our e-students started coming down and i I would just have the thing going in the library printing different things and uh, we, we had a core group of e students that, that came in uh, almost every day just to you know to experiment with it and um, the first thing they wanted to do was print like a they were working on it was like a solar powered something powered uh, uh, go-kart and they wanted to build a, a you know a mini version of this as just kind of a uh, you know practice project for the 3d printer and uh, so they started doing that it was weekly and uh, by the time we hit November they had gotten pretty proficient with it so that was the first time that you know we turned the kids loose and I said hey guys why don't y'all think about um, we love doing by the way in our library we love doing lunch sessions uh, different things showing technology video gaming we try to do we try to reach every type of kid in, in our libraries here at Lakeside and uh, I thought what how cool would it be to have these boys just uh, present 3D printing and, and just introduce it because they're used to hearing from me and I'm, you know, to them, I'm this old guy, like their, their parents' age and they don't want to hear from me. They want to hear from kids their own age. So we turned the, the boys loose on it and, and I told the guys, I said, bring me a, an outline for what you want to present because I, I want them to take charge of this. And they brought me an outline and they, they jumped into this, made a made a really uh, attractive presentation to show. I think they used PowerPoint. I wish they would have used Prezi, but they used PowerPoint. Yeah. And, um, but, I, but I turned them loose on it again, and they did a, like a 30-minute presentation during lunch, and it was well attended by our students. We gave away some pieces that they created, and uh, it was just a, it was awesome. And, uh, if, and if you're on uh, right now and want to see uh, the results of that, you can go to our blog. It's Library Media Tech Talk, and I actually did a reflection on that back in January. Um, put some pictures, and you can see all the details on that student-led 3D um, 3D printing session. So anyway, I probably talked way more than you wanted no, me to, Jeff. No, that's no, what no, you, yeah. that's what you're here for that's is right, to talk. Man. That's right. <laughs> hey, this I, is internet radio. That, you know, like we said, we don't have faces for radio. We, David and I don't, so yeah. we're going to talk as much as we can. So. Right. Yeah. Well, sometimes you just have to shut me up because I get really passionate about this stuff, and I, and I don't stop talking. But anyway, that that's how we how we got rolling with it. That's awesome. Um, uh, so I'm going to ask you some specifics. So, you know, I've heard all the horror stories of, of printing with 3D, you know, uh, printers. You know, you got to spray this with hairspray and you got to have some Pam on the side to get it off the sheet and, you know, all that kind of stuff. It doesn't look like you guys run into that. With what model printer were you guys using at the workshop? 
at the at the workshop it was it was actually the maker bought many um, our, and the way it differs much smaller uh, about half the size of the the maker bot that we have uh, and it must be from what we could tell it must be connected to a computer to upload files or wirelessly which we haven't experimented what much with that there's a makerbot app and a thingiverse app and you can actually wirelessly con connect to these printers and just do it all that way hopefully that's something that we can expand and learn more on this year but um, but there were no issues with uh, with the build plate is typically where you have issues with some of the plastics really are hard to pry off of that material and uh, we didn't have any issues with uh, with the material uh, in the you know at the con at the pre-conference session that we did it, it all worked quite well that's awesome and so I was reading I, I, you posted all your stuff on your blog and I was looking at the pictures and reading about it and so you, pretty much you can get away using the free version of SketchUp can't you yes and I have some interesting news on that actually um, if if it is an Arkansas educator uh, one of I'm pulling this up as I'm talking to you because yeah, this I saw that there's a, I was going to mention that on the sysadmin today there was discussion that uh, there is a uh, there's a state contract to purchase SketchUp yes and I'm trying to find that email and I'll share the uh, the person's name that you need to contact at ADE yeah but and I don't know if it's just an annual type thing or, or if it's forever, whenever you get this uh, code that they share. Gosh, it's in here somewhere. I'm sorry, Jeff. I'm scrolling through. Oh, that's okay. We can, we'll pull it up and we'll, we'll definitely tweet out about it and we'll drop it out there. Um, also, if you'll, if you'll check Twitter, David's Twittering like a madman right here. So, uh, <laughs> that's, that's really what he's got me here that's for. What, <laughs> when I'm not talking, quiet. I'm tweeting. So, so you know. we're going to make sure you can, uh, you can follow Stoney. You want to follow him at Stoney, S-T-O-N-Y-12270. Um, that's his Twitter handle. And um, you can also catch him on his blog. Um, hey, Stoney, what's the uh, web link to your blog URL one more time? Okay, the URL is kind of long, but uh, let me share that with you. It is Library Media Tech Talk, all one word, librarymediatechtalk.blogspot.com. Okay, cool. Hey, that's what we need to do. We, we, we need to buy him that URL and send it to him. Send him that. Uh, that, <laughs> that needs to, if anybody out there wants to donate, go buy those kids and, and Stoney, get them that whole URL so they can have it, .com, so they can just blast it out everywhere. You right. Hey, you know, it's interesting. I have to. I have to. I know we talked about 3D printing, but I have to tell you stories. The coolest thing I ever saw was uh, they were studying uh, the the Great Depression, and they were studying the Dust Bowl. And Stoney and his compatriots all they they dress up, they put on, they do readings in character. Um, I'm just amazed by the stuff you guys do over there. If you didn't know, I, yes, I follow you constantly. Um, oh, Stoney and I are old timey jazz musicians. We've been doing it a long time. They had, when you had in one of the greatest groups in Hot Springs to come in and play live acoustic jazz for your kids in the library. Oh, yes, when, when, uh, when our ninth grade English uh, was reading, um, gosh, it was uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> they, wanted to, they wanted to bring, you know, the, the 1930s and the culture of that period and make it real to the, to the students. So, so uh, our administrators allowed us to hire um, Clyde Pound and Shirley Chauvin, that bunch. Yeah. And they played, those guys played all day. I mean, every period, and we fed them. It was just wonderful. And they, they let me honk on a couple of tunes with them. But it, <laughs> That's it was, cool. It was, it, was, it was a blast. We didn't get to do it this year. Park testing kind of 
took us out of a lot of uh, the things that we had done in the last part of the year. So we're hoping we get to do that again next year because the students all loved it. They were like, I've never heard jazz. And, and to get to that experience of seeing live musicians, I mean, it just really it makes the library, to me, that's what the library should be. We're, we're, we're more than just books. We're teaching technology, but we're also making culture real to students and, and history. And I'm just very thankful and grateful to work in a district where our, our administrators allow us to think out of the box and do different things to reach kids. So, oh, definitely. You know, I have to brag on you again. So, Stoney's a, a wonderful photographer, and he shoots good video, great video, and his wife plays piano, and they've, he cuts a lot of hymn tunes and some really great tunes out there. You guys make the videos. You put them on your YouTube channel. I think the coolest part about it is is that you're like, you know, the the media specialist renaissance dude. You're, <laughs> you're a renaissance man because you're doing a little bit of everything. You know, you're not just telling kids about it. They can go out and find it. And, and that's the really interesting part. If you're not following Stoney on Twitter, that's where you'll catch everything that he's doing because he's posting stuff out there like crazy. But the cool part is is that you're walking the walk and talking the talk, and your kids are seeing it happen in real time. And what from what I can tell is that you've got a handful of kids, you know, and that's what we're going to see first. We're going to see those handful of kids really grab a hold and go, wow, there's, there's so much more I can do. I, just, I, have, to, I have to say, you're, you're, you've, you've intertwined everything that you've done in your life right back into your teaching. I think it's pretty amazing, man. That's very uh, cool. I appreciate that. And, and uh, again, I just, I'm grateful that to, uh, I'm just grateful to, to work uh, in an environment where, where that's embraced by our, not only our teachers, but our administrators. But you know, to me, uh, to me, this is what education should be, and and uh, I'm just going to keep doing the very best that I can to, uh, you know, to to improve in in the years that that I'm granted to to stay in this position. Hey, so I want to ask you a question. I keep you online as long as I can. So I want to sure. ask you a question about something. Uh, teach like a pirate. <laughs> um, I'm I'm ashamed to say that I have not read uh, it's, it's Mr. Burgess's book. Don't feel but, bad. We haven't yet either, so it's okay. <laughs> but I, I really I want to because uh, I, I got turned on to Twitter chats uh, again about a year ago, and it is Jeff and, and David. It has changed my life um, in that now I have instant connectivity to these passionate educators. And Jeff, I know you're active on Twitter, and you have you've seen this up close. But um, I ran across, when you start getting into Twitter chats um, and you take part in one and you, you respond to a question, when you finally build up the nerve to answer one of the questions and you send it out to that hashtag and you start getting responses and you start getting followers and you follow other people and your, your, your professional learning network just grows exponentially. Yeah. And, and when you start a Twitter chat at 7 o'clock and it leads to another one at 8 o'clock and then before you know it, it's 11 o'clock and my wife's yelling at me, hey, put that thing down. Uh, but it's, it, it honestly has just changed uh, the way I look at, at education. And a, and a perfect example of that is TLAP, Teach Like a Pirate. Yeah. I ran across the TLAP hashtag, uh, I don't know, maybe last fall, and I saw these icons of teachers dressed like pirates. And I thought, this is really interesting. And I, and I caught one of the chats, and they were so student-focused. And um, I just really, anytime that I've participated in a TLAP chat, it, it, I've always gotten good, you know, good student-led or, or student-centered uh, comments and feedback. And all of the educators that I've connected with in that group are just passionate 
And uh, I really like that group, and I have got to read that book. Yeah, we do too. We were just talking about, and you know, I, he's got a new thing out. It's uh, 50 Secrets of uh, Google Google Classroom. It, that's his okay. new one. I got to I got to find it and get a hold of it because we're really pushing Google Classroom here because um, it's yeah. it's a wonderful you know piece. And you know, if there's 50 things, I only knew about 12. You know, so I mean, right, yeah. I need to find yeah. out what those are. Hey, you know, it's interesting. The tech ed chats that happened on Twitter. That's how this radio show kind of came about, is that I was on a Florida Ed Chat, and Fitzy cool. was looking for ideas, and we threw out an idea, and David and I, we always, at lunch, we brainstorm, and we said, you know, we should be doing an internet radio show. We both love radio, we love to engage people in talking. I mean, I've been the only one to talk here. <laughs> David can't get it a word edgewise, unfortunately. That's okay. But, but you know, you're right. Every time I go to any Tennessee Ed Chat, Texas Ed Chat, Iowa Ed Chat, I've done a ton of them, I come away with one or two things, and I come away with about 20 new connections. And, and yeah. I think that's the big deal, is the connections around the country. Find out what everybody else is doing. Not only that, but like today, I had a, a, a colleague of mine from Hot Springs High School that I taught with. She, she just took a new job in Texas as a new librarian, so she's finishing up her degree. And she came in and she said, look, I'm going to be in Texas. Do you know anything about database access down there? And I thought, no, I sure don't. But then I thought, wait a minute. And I pull out my phone and I go to the Texas librarian chat, which I've participated in, ran across it by chance. Again, the more followers and, and people that you follow, the more stuff, great stuff that, that goes across your feed, and again, that's how I found the Texas Librarian Chat. So I tweeted out, you know, got this new librarian. Can somebody help me? And you know, in um, in the Texas Librarian Chat, how how does she? How can she find out about uh, databases? Within just a couple of minutes, I had two responses. People willing, a couple of folks down there uh, that I've conversed with more than once, uh, more than willing to help her of the professional learning network and how it can help you find answers to questions that you may not know and it's just powerful how do we live without this great technology uh, before I, well and i mean seriously that is really <laughs> i think you hit the nail on the head in terms of things to ask i mean that's it exactly how did we do what we do and and make the connect well really well, we know how we did it. Uh, you know, those of us who actually stepped out and did it, we did it the old school, go to a conference, shake hands, try to talk to as many people as you can, you know, that kind of stuff. But with social media, the way it is, you know, the way it's set up and, and how easy it is to meet like-minded folks, um, that is really, to me, that that's the, that is one of the most amazing and I know this word is overused but quite literally awesome awe-inspiring you know thing <laughs> technology right the, the avenue for which we can meet other people who share the same interests as we do um, and I think we may have did we lose you Okay. We've got a storm coming through. We do. Um, I'm, I don't even know if we're still on Mixler. Are we yeah, we're, on? we're okay. actually, yes. Um, anyway, where I was going with that, um, for those folks uh, following along, um, it's just being able to quickly and easily follow like-minded folks and share ideas, get ideas from other folks, put your ideas out there. And frankly, Twitter makes it really easy. You just follow the hashtags. So, you know, TLAP teach like a pirate or you know 
hashtag FETC and you find out what's going on with Fetsy or the, the big ones that Jeff and I follow are hashtag EdTech, EDU Tech, and Education. Uh, those could keep you busy for days. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, Stoney, can you hear us? Yeah, we, I'm we back. We've got him back. We've got, yeah, we, we've got a, a storm that's about to blow through. So <laughs> I think that may be part of where some of our uh, connectivity issues may come from. Uh, we're not exactly sure, but um, anywho. <laughs> hey, well, I won't keep you because I know it's, uh, you're getting out of the place. Uh, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Oh, thank! I appreciate you, Jeff, for the, all the kind words and for um, you know for sharing sharing the blog. I I just hope that uh, you know anyone listening, if they do check check out the blog, that that uh, if you have any suggestions on how we can improve anything, uh, and of course that goes for for both of you, David, Jeff. Uh, please tell us because the one thing about my team, we're never satisfied. We're always wanting to improve, and we just want to we want to make a difference. So thank you for giving me an opportunity to share what we do uh, with everyone listening and, and hope to uh, get to visit with you both again. Thank you. Oh, we're definitely going to have you back. And you need to, if you're an educator listening to this broadcast right now, you need to listen to, you need to follow Stony at Stony S-T-O-N-Y, 12270 on Twitter. If you follow him and you're an educator, I'm pretty sure he'll probably follow you right back. And you'll make a great online friend. Uh, the beauty of technology is, is that it's now pouring down rain here, <laughs> and we did reconnect with, <laughs> with, uh, with Skype. Hey, Stoney, thanks again, man, and I will be in touch with you soon. Thank you so much. Have All a great right. day. See you too, thanks, buddy. Bye-bye. That was Stoney Evans from uh, Lakeside School District, a media specialist. Really excited to have him on the show. Um, yeah, all, all heck is broken loose here as far as weather goes. I, I think it's funny. Every broadcast we do, something yeah. happens. Yeah. yeah. One, yeah. Day, one day when we get our new office building, hint, hint. No, I'm just <laughs> That's never going to happen. We're going to have to raise money for that. No, it's, uh, we're, we're actually having some pretty severe thunderstorms here right now. So um, we're still online. Try to keep you out there. Um, what's interesting about that, Stoney was great. I've known Stoney since college. Uh, he was a wonderful tenor, tenor sax player, great jazz man, great band director. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, that's how I started my career as a band director. And Stoney did the same thing. We both ended up doing other things in technology and education. Yeah. And it's just... You know, it's kind of an art thing. You know, you were in radio. You know what I mean? We, right, We absolutely. just kind of drift into this. Sure. But, yeah, it's really nice to have him on. Yeah, that was – and I got a lot out of it. Um, I didn't I, – you know, I, I didn't know who he was. So, uh, I appreciate you introducing me to him. And, uh, of course, I, as you said, I, you know, I mean, I started following him. He followed right back. And, and we've actually, you know, uh, favored it and exchanged a few things. Uh, so, that, that's been great um, uh, in terms of – referring back to especially uh, the, our backgrounds that's I don't know I just I, I've enjoyed uh, coming into education not necessarily uh, from the education side you know I I came in from the tech side of, of things and and was uh, uh, baptized by fire uh, my very first the, the very first summer that I worked in an education service center uh, the uh, director came to me and she said oh yeah by the way in addition to the doing all the tech stuff you're doing uh, we need you to teach a bunch of workshops so um, that was <laughs> I, I jumped in and, and had no idea what I was doing in terms of, of teaching so over my course of experience I've actually learned how to teach um, which I realize is not always an easy thing um, you know 
I'm, I'm sure folks have, have taken courses where you have an expert in a field, I'm not an expert, but you've had an expert in a field who tries to explain what it is they do or they're trying to teach you how to learn what it is they know and it's, it's very difficult. Uh, I, I'm just going to be flat out straight up. Teaching is not easy, okay? So, so if you're out there and you're listening and you're like, oh, I, teaching's a piece of cake, I could teach it. Maybe you can, but I will tell you, it is, uh, there's a lot of work that goes into it. There's a lot of um, definitely planning, uh, but there's also, I don't know, there's this intangible piece that goes with that. Um, no matter what you're teaching, you've you got to enjoy what you're doing. I mean, you really do. If, if, if you don't enjoy it, you know, your audience picks up on that, whether your audience is a group of college students in a classroom, whether that audience is uh, a group of, of you know, uh, grade school age children, you know, whoever your audience is, if, you, uh, if you're not excited about what it is you're trying to convey, it, it, comes, a pro- it comes across, I, I would say, pretty blatantly. Yeah, it does. I think <laughs> it's know, a definite. Uh, so, you know, but uh, as far as... Um, I'm, I apologize. We're we're a, a little distracted by the, <laughs> the, the, the absolute torrential downpour and thunderstorm that is rolling all around us. Um, but uh, I just wanted to uh, real quickly uh, thank everyone who is listening to us here at Edutech Guys uh, Radio And um, I also uh, want to thank. Southwest Arkansas Education Cooperative, where I'm the technology coordinator. Uh, Phoebe Bailey's the director, and uh, she um, has given us uh, her blessing um, to to start this up. And uh, also Bobby Hart over at Hope Public Schools. Uh, that is where Jeff is a technology coordinator, and um, he's he's really been on board with this. So uh, it's been awesome. I mean, it really has, uh, frankly, it's just, it has been awesome. The support that we've gotten for this, I, you know, I know we're only uh, less than a handful of shows into this and uh, we've got, you know, some kinks to work out and some other um, fun stuff that we're working through. Uh, but uh, definitely appreciate all the folks uh, that are helping making this happen and appreciate you guys for listening. Um, I don't care, you know, frankly, I don't care if there's one of you out there or if there's 300 of you out there or 8 million of you. I, I appreciate the fact that you're taking time out to listen to us, uh, have us running in the background, whatever it is that uh, we're providing. Maybe, uh, maybe you've got the, a storm raging outside your own window and we're, we're uh, providing a, a voiceover for the pouring rain. I don't know. <laughs> I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break, uh, give a shout-out to the Southwest Arkansas Educational Co-op who's hosting us today. Um, uh, quick promo for them. We'll be right back in probably about four minutes. And Technology Coordinator for Southwest Arkansas Education Cooperative. And I just wanted to take a couple of moments to talk about the Southwest Arkansas Education Cooperative and uh, let you know... Um, what it is we do, what we're about. Uh, the Southwest Arkansas Education Cooperative is made up of nine school districts in rural Southwest Arkansas. The counties we serve include Hempstead, Lafayette, Miller, and Nevada. Uh, we serve approximately 12,400 students and about 1,250 public school teachers and administrators. The co-op offices are located on the campus of the University of Arkansas Community College at Hope, 
often referred to as UACCH. Our current facility opened in August 2010 through a partnership uh, with the co-op, with UACCH, the City of Hope, and the U.S. Department of Agricultural Rural Development Program. Uh, We opened our doors to serve our schools and the community through partnerships that are far-reaching. Southwest Co-op was one of the was one of the first two co-ops initially established in 1981 by Act 360. At that time, uh, SWAC, Southwest Arkansas Educational Co-op, <clears throat> was a special ed co-op with no state funding. In 1985, Act 349 created the system we know today. SWAC, along with the other 14 cooperatives located around the state, are supported through state funds, local funds from districts, and other discretionary grant funds. SWAC has grown from a staff of four focusing only on special education to the current staff of more than 50 serving multiple needs of our member districts. The goal that our cooperative strives to meet is to be a leader in professional development programs, serving our schools, and sharing with others as we work toward improved student achievement. Uh, We have proven to work with all cooperatives in bringing in key training for the purpose of benefiting the common good of all. Examples of this over time include the implementation of the statewide technology-infused education training teams, the initial statewide Ruby Payne training of trainers, and statewide purchasing for programs such as video journal and ASCD materials. SWAC has worked over time to form partnerships with the Arkansas Department of Education and Higher Education for the purpose of benefiting our districts. Some of our services include preschool programs for three to five-year-olds, special ed supervisors, content specialists in math, literacy, technology. We do testing services, media services, career and technical assistance, gifted and talented services, bulk purchasing, professional development, and early childhood behavior assistance. We're actively involved with Henderson State University through a partnership, uh, Southern Arkansas University through uh, ERZ, the um, Education Renewal Zones, and we also have a partnership with the University of Arkansas Community College at Hope, and that's rather extensive. Our content specialists help support teachers implementing concurrent credit through a variety of initiatives and help with programs that are serving students directly, such as Kids College, uh, which is actually going on right now uh, over at the college, and also um, High School Academic Prep Academy, among other things. We also work with several coalitions that work collectively to improve education for our children in southwest Arkansas. Our goal is to provide the best possible services to our educational community. The staff maintains a progressive perspective to cooperatively foster quality leadership through professional growth and development, dissemination of current research, enhancing materials and strategies, and assistance in meeting the ever-changing needs of the diverse population that we serve. The ultimate mission is to enhance the delivery of an appropriate quality education for all, to meet or exceed state accreditation standards, and to help develop lifelong learners. With this in mind, we will work to refine and improve services based on the needs of our member districts. So one of the other things that I wanted to talk about real quickly um, and about some of the things that we do here at the co-op in terms of workshops uh, today, as a matter of fact, um, we had some a couple of cool technology workshops going on. Uh, one of them, Tura Rush, uh, and I'll 
I'll tweet out her uh, her uh, Twitter handle to you uh, on uh, through Edutech guys. Um, you definitely want to follow her. She is a Google certified educator, and she's been here the last two days teaching. Uh, she did an intro, uh, what I would call a low-level intro to Google Apps in general uh, yesterday, and then today she took Google to the next level, and it was a more advanced. Um, they, I think they talked, it was sort of a, what I would call a shotgun approach. So she gave folks an introduction to things like um, some scripting, some add-ins, uh, uh, so, some different advanced kind of things that you can do with each of the different applications within Google. Uh, some advanced things with Google Docs and, and things like uh, charts and pivot tables with sheets. And I mean, it's... That's cool. Uh, yeah, it was, it was very cool. And then Julie Aaron... Uh, from Texarkana schools was in and she did a workshop with a group of folks on some augmented reality uh, apps that you can get for your uh, phone whether it's you have an iPhone or an Android and so she was looking she was showing them things like um, the uh, 4d elements uh, if you're not familiar with uh, that and you or you haven't seen that uh, you want to go out to daiquiri.com d-a-q-r-i.com they ha and they actually, uh, so they, let me start with that. I get so excited about this because it is so cool. All right, so uh, what Daiquiri offers, uh, they actually have a couple of virtual, re virtual reality uh, applications that you can use with students in the classroom. And with 4D elements, uh, you actually, they actually have these cubes that you can print out. Eventually you'll be able to buy them, uh, but right now you can print them out and you make your own cubes and when you bring up the 4D Elements app, point that at the cube. If you happen to be looking at, say, carbon, then the cube through the phone or through your iPad turns into a clear 3D box with carbon in it. It shows you, um, I believe, the equivalent of 30 grams, 30 milliliters. I, 30, I remember 30s in there. I, I apologize, not off the top of my head, not coming uh, to me right away. But what you can do with that, because you're holding that cube, you're holding the physical paper cube, you can actually rotate that cube, and in the app, you see a 3D rendering of just how much 30 milliliters is of that particular element. Um, and, and it also shows you a complete 3D rendering, so you see what that looks like. So um, another example is uh, it, the, the one for, um, oh, say gold. Uh, when you look at it, it turns the entire cube through the app gold, and it is very cool. It's amazing. But what's really cool about that is that I can take two elements that might go together and hold those two cubes together in my hand, look at that through the app, and it will convert that into whatever substance is made. For example, I'm holding sodium and I'm holding, holding uh, chlorine, right, NaCl. Hold those together, it makes table salt. So when you hold those two blocks together and you look at it through the app, combined, it shows up as two clear blocks with salt in it. And it shows you the formula, hey, this is NaCl, it's table salt. Now that's cool, now if it would show a, a salt shaker, see, I would be impressed. <laughs> there you go, salt shaker. 
Um, but the same thing with the hydrogen and oxygen. You hold hydrogen next to the oxygen cube. It makes H2O, even though there's only one of each. Yeah, I know. But uh, it makes H2O, which, of course, is water. And so inside those two cubes, what used to be the gas, hydrogen, the gas, oxygen combined, and now there is water in the cubes. It's very cool. Pretty neat. Very uh, cool. How, and that's iOS? Is that an iOS? iOS app? and Android. So I it's believe. both. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's very cool. And then they've come up with another one called 4D Anatomy. And I think that one's actually called Anatomy 4D. Um, but anyway, they're moving the letters and words around. But anyway, <laughs> the Anatomy one, um, they have a, uh, there's a card you can, you can print out or you can point your phone to the screen. But there's a card you can print out. And when you point the app to that, it creates a 3D body. And you and it and then in the app it has a little rotator wheel and you can turn on or turn off different body systems. So you could turn off like all the body systems except the skeleton if you want to see a 3D rendering of the skeleton, or you could put in the I don't know endocrine system or the the uh, digestive system or whatever systems you want to see or not see in the human body, and it shows that in 3D through the app. It, it is wild. That's pretty Man, cool. Man, it is so cool. I can see how that could be used in a lot of a lot of situations. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and is it free? Is it a free app? It's a free app, yeah. But the that, cubes, yeah. I mean, like, you got to purchase the, the, the cubes. cubes. you have to buy once they're available. And right now, mm -hmm. the last time I checked the site, and in fact, we looked at it earlier today, they're still taking um, reservations. They're taking orders, basically. They're putting your name on a list for whenever they start producing these blocks and yeah. come up with a price. So um, what company was it? I don't it know. is Daiquiri, D-A-Q-R-I, okay. Daiquiri. Um, I know it's kind of a funny name for an education company. Sure. <laughs> you, don't, you don't think Daiquiri is an education. Uh, uh, well, some sometimes. of you don't. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes right. you do. Uh, but, <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, but the, so Daiquiri's got a couple of things. And then um, one of the other ones that she showed was the um, AR Planets and AR Solar System. And those are cards you can print out. And when you scan them, they show 3D renderings of the planets. You know, in your hand. I mean, it is, it's way cool. The augmented reality stuff is, is very cool stuff. So, uh, just, again, just a couple of the workshops that uh, we offered here this, that are you know, offered here this summer uh, at the Southwest Arkansas Education Cooperative. Uh, if you are not in the Southwest Co-op area, um, there are education service centers around the state. If you're in Arkansas, if you're not in Arkansas, uh, you may want to check around and find out what education service centers might be near you in your area. Uh, I know in Texas, they're called education service centers. In other places, they may be called BOCES, that's B-O-C-E-S. Uh, here in Arkansas, they're called education cooperatives. So all kinds of different ways that uh, you can uh, get some training uh, if you're a teacher. And heck, for that matter, even if you're not, you know, if you're just listening to us and you're like, oh my gosh, I would love to know that kind of stuff. By all means, our website is swaec.org. You can go out there and uh, hit the professional development button and you can see what's going on. And by all means, you can feel free to uh, sign up and pop on over. And uh, our particular uh, workshops that we offer cover all kinds of things. It's not just technology. There's all kinds of things. And they're, uh, most of them are, are, I would say, very reasonably priced. Uh, Twenty to fifty dollars, depending on you know what's going on and what's covered. So, very cool. And it comes with free water. It's all the water you want to drink here at the co-op. So. <laughs> yeah, we're bottling it <laughs> outside as right we now. speak. That's right. Hey, I want to thank David for giving us that heads up on that. But hey, you're listening to Radio 
www.edutechguys.com. That's Edutech Guys Radio. Uh, listen to us every Wednesday, 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. That's when things are going down here. If you want to catch us online, follow us on Twitter at EduTechGuys, E-D-U-T-E-C-H-G-U-Y-S. Also, you can catch us online at our website, www.edutechguys.com. When you're on the site, you can listen to us anytime you want to. Right there is an embeddable player, so you are on board and making things happen. Um, one other thing I want to throw out for you really quick is um, here at the co-op, um, today is just Wednesday. There's a set of workshops tomorrow. Here in a bit, I'll get David to give you what's coming up next week. So if you're still looking for that professional development out there, you definitely want to catch up on professional development here at the co-op. If you're in southwest Arkansas, or heck, if you're anywhere out there in the state, in the four-state area, if you're looking for some PD and your school system will take it, then you can pop in here. Um, I'll let David uh, jump into that really quick. Okay, cool, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, on Monday, uh, we've got a couple of tech workshops. One is, um, well, when I say tech, I, I, allow, allow me to clarify. Uh, one of them is gamification, and it's talking about uh, turning your lessons, turning your classroom uh, into, uh, or, or I shouldn't say turning it into, but adding that whole gamification aspect, um, points and badges and, and stickers and all the cool fun stuff that uh, a lot of kids enjoy getting as they are, uh, as, as they answer certain questions or they achieve certain levels or however you however you work that um, that's on Monday gamification with or without technology a lot of folks uh, think that you know gamification requires uh, playing games or you know what have you and uh, you do not uh, you don't have to have any kind of technology at all uh, in order for gamification um, in fact I know uh, a teacher at one of the local school districts and she uses little good job stickers with the seniors in her high school class which it blew me away that seniors would you know <laughs> would 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 be interested in, in getting little stickers but when they don't get their stickers for doing something they are very vocal about hey you didn't give me my sticker so I mean it's very cool <laughs> and uh, so another one on Monday is uh, internet safety and, and your digital footprint, which is always uh, a, a very good topic, um, talking about how to be safe online, but also uh, helping teachers and parents and, and ultimately students understand what it means to have a digital footprint and, and doing things like Googling yourself to find out what other people, how, how are you perceived online? Uh, and so then just real quickly, some of the other workshops that we have, um, we actually have a couple of CPR workshops coming up next week. Uh, we've got a workshop on different differentiation. <laughs> That's a hard word for me to say. Differentiation strategies that work. Uh, we have a workshop on autism until the pieces fit. Um, and also a, a workshop on uh, BYOD. And so there's a whole discussion about um, what what's involved with BYOD? What are, the, what are some of the caveats? What are some of the pitfalls? Uh, how you do it? How do you implement BYOD? What are some of the things that uh, you need to know as you attempt to roll out BYOD in your district? Uh, so a lot of cool things uh, coming up next week here at the Education Co-op. You know, interestingly enough, I think that uh, using, um, using Google uh, Sorry, I said Google. <laughs> <coughs> Using Google, I want to throw some other stuff out there real quick. Um, we've got a lot of teachers that are, you know, will move districts. 
Yeah. And Google has provided something for Google Apps. It's pretty interesting. It's called Google Takeout. Okay. And um, so you might have a district. If you're a teacher and you want to save everything you've done in that district, so two things happen. When an account is deleted from Google, you can actually go in and put in who's going to take control of that data. All right. And sure. so you can put in another email address in your system. You can actually put one on the outside, and, and they move it all there. What's pretty neat about Google Takeout is if you're already signed in to your Google account and you go to Google Takeout, you can just Google Takeout, by the way, T-A-K-E-O-U-T. -E <clears throat> Excuse me. When it takes you there, you'll be able to turn on and off what you want to back up. So what's really great is you could turn off, you know, you, you can actually back up everything from your Google Drive to all your docs, to your contacts, to your email, to wow. YouTube. Um, and what it does is Google will then tell you it's going to send it to you in one of three ways. It'll either tar it you know, or it will zip it. Okay. And two forms of tar, actually, is GZ. So it will actually pack it up and send it to you as a zip file to your email. And at that point, when they finish compiling all that, depending on how big it is, you know, you might have 10 gigs worth of stuff. Sure. They'll still send you a link to a download of a zip file, and then you have all the data that you have compiled inside wow. Google Apps. I want to throw that out there to you because I know a lot of you may be moving right now, maybe getting ready to move to another school district, and want a backup. What I would highly recommend doing is most likely your district is going to go ahead and move all your stuff for you, but you should go ahead and do that. You can make a backup of your, of your own stuff and save it somewhere on a thumb drive and your, your home safe or whatever you wanted to do. Well, absolutely. And, and you know, uh, yeah, in, in some districts or maybe a lot of districts, I don't know, you know, but they will do that for you. But I would venture that there are also plenty of districts who aren't aware of, of doing that for you or flat out may not do that for you. They may say, you know, that's your stuff. You figure out how to save it off. Like, <laughs> I mean, you true. never know. So that's awesome. Man. You can't so do it Google, all the time. Yeah. Google right. takeout. Google takeout. And you can't do it all the time. I mean, I think they give you three or four or five times to do it, you know, okay. over the history of your account because, you know, it's just for I'm moving and I'm going to Yahoo or something. I, you know, I don't know. But it is, it is a neat way to back up your stuff. I want to throw that out there to the teachers. Um, hey, we were talking about Dave Burgess a while ago teaching yeah. Uh, teach like a pirate um interesting concept the book is out there teach like a pirate by dave burgess um i've seen him holding in a few pictures on twitter and stuff um a new i'm not sure if it's a book or a pamphlet or what it exactly is but it's a it, it says uh i think it's 50 hidden secrets of google classroom or 50 secrets of google classroom um if you're not uh aware of that you might want to follow him on twitter also um, it's uh, 50 things you can do with, with Google Classroom, excuse me, 50 things you can do with Google Classroom. If you'll check out um, our Twitter account, we'll make sure and put a link up to that one here pretty soon in the next few minutes once we can get away and get to one of our computers. Um, uh, I'll tell you what, we're probably going to, I know it hasn't been a full hour, but we're going to wrap this thing up. It's been a good time talking to you today. Remember to follow us at EduTechGuys on Twitter, at E-D-U-T-E-C-H-G-U-Y-S. You can catch us on the web at www.edutechguys.com, and you can listen to us here every Wednesday, 3 p.m. Central Time, radio.edutechguys.com. I'm Jeff Madlock. And I'm David Henderson. And thanks for listening. Have a good one. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, 
make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out My Flex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com forward slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com forward slash BE. Do you want to save time on prep work? Increase achievement for all student populations? Reliably meet tier one standards? You, you can, can do, do it, it all, all. But don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.